minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Take a look and you'll see A world so full of confusion You know I'm to guide you when you smile We hope for that day Our belief in our survival By you, just by you.
Let's go, 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 let's go
Fresh AM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. It's a Monday, heading back to school and back to work. At least for us on this side of the world, that's uh, not a difficult task to do, to go back to school and back to work. Appreciate it as you get on the bus this morning or into your car. Uh, Our brothers and sisters in Israel are still somewhat in a limbo situation regarding school. Some areas of the country, school is back in full session. Some areas of the country, there are limited days each week that they're heading to school. And, of course, in some areas of the country, there are no children around the schools because they all have been displaced. And those that normally would be living in and going to school in the southern part of Israel or the very northern part of Israel, they are now in different parts of Israel as they try to scramble. We saw this with our own eyes as they try to scramble to uh, get a school day together for all the children. So, as I said, back to school, back to work. Don't take it for granted. Revel Sheva with Jumping in the Red Sea. Deddy tribute done by Yankee Briskman and company. Omek Hadover was, uh, had a shrein who saw Rabbi Weinberg in the Old City last week. One of the few people I saw in the Old City last week. Uh, Rabbi Weinberg from Oraita. And uh, he reminded me about the, uh, the golden era of Omek Hadover. <laughs> Mayor Sherman, our Monday morning theme song, Masach HaShem, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Uh, today is day number 30 in the month of October. Monday on this uh, 15th day in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5784, Tavshin Pei Tonight is the yard side of Reb Shlomo Kalbach. I don't think we're going to be doing a three-hour special, a three-hour tribute tomorrow, but we will be putting together a uh, no doubt, or I should say we will be including some of his selections during our broadcast tomorrow. Tonight is the 29th yard side of Reb Shlomo Kalbach. Yeah, 29th yard side is tonight. I remember that day well, unfortunately, and I remember, I remember uh, spending that Sunday morning with thousands of others at a funeral for a giant in the world of Jewish music, and then yesterday I was part of a standing room only massive crowd in Borough Park, Brooklyn, as we said goodbye to my dear friend Shia Mendelowitz. For those of you not familiar, any Jewish music that you've heard in the last 40 years had an influence or has been influenced by Shia Mendelowitz, some more than others. Um, Responsible for so many things in our industry, including the discovery of Avram Fried, including who I saw last night, by the way, at the Tenyat event. We were talking about Shia including the um, idea which has been duplicated and replicated so often now in the last 35 years of putting together massive Jewish music events in beautiful, large venues that you never would have expected a Jewish music event to, uh, to get into, to utilize for an event. And the list goes on and on when it comes to his when it comes to his professional accomplishments. And it was an honor to be at his side so many times backstage. So many times backstage. So many times for special projects. So many times together 
in my New Jersey and New York studios. So many times together with live remotes that he and I did together. So many of them just pop into my head. Such incredible memories. And there are people who asked me, are you going to be doing a full tribute to uh, Shia? And um, I don't know. The answer is I don't know. I am still so stunned and shocked by the fact that he's gone. I don't know exactly how I'm going to pay proper tribute to him. But I'm sure eventually we will. It's interesting that tonight is Kalbach's yard site. He and I had such a common love for Abschleima. And he had so many stories with him that he always told and shared with us. Uh, it's uh, th- This was painful. This was a painful experience for his family and friends. And above all, with all the professional opportunities I had to work with him, which were, I mean, the the list is endless. He was a very close friend. In fact, I would say, as I said to many people yesterday, I would say he, he knew how to be a friend. He knew how to be a friend and to speak frankly to a friend. He knew how to be a friend and be compassionate to a friend. And he knew how to be a friend by reveling in the success of his friends. How many human beings can you say that about, that they loved nothing more than when the people around them succeeded? How many people can you say that about? That's my take on Shia Menlowitz. And I've mentioned this to a few people. They're like, oh, my gosh, I had just, I just said the same thing, but in different words to somebody. Yeah, he had an incredible ability and skill and emotional connection that if you as a friend or as anybody, anybody, didn't have to be a close friend, succeeded at something, even in Jewish music, he was thrilled for you. And that was tough. It was tough in a lot of, you know, a lot of things he, he revolutionized and, uh, you know, down the road was not involved with. That was, a, that was tough for him. You could imagine. Other people navigating the ship that he built but he, um, but he prayed for their success, and he uh, enjoyed when people were successful, especially when it came to Jewish music projects. Anyway, uh, many people remembering him for all his professional accomplishments. I am remembering him over the last couple of days as simply a close friend who cared a tremendous amount. He just cared a lot, and I cannot believe he's gone. Shia Menlowitz passed away early Friday morning at the age of 61. We gathered yesterday in Borough Park for the official send-off for the funeral for the Leviah. And obviously his family is sitting shiva this week. And it was a sold-out crowd. It was a very, very large gathering yesterday in Brooklyn. An appropriate send-off. I was thinking how he was, uh, originally they thought that the funeral would take place a graveside in New Jersey, Erev Shabbos, and then things happened where logistically it didn't work out. So it ended up being yesterday in Bar Park, and some people were commenting, you know, this way he got a very large tribute, etc. I don't know. 
knowing she is Hevra, there would have been a lot of people there Friday as well. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I know I was planning on being there and uh, racing back to New York City for Shabbos. But anyway, yesterday we had the opportunity and uh, we, those in the professional realm, those who dealt with him on a regular basis, concerts, albums, studio work, events, we were represented by Mordechai ben David, who spoke on our behalf, asked Mechila on behalf of our entire industry. And um, boy, did he represent us well. Anyway, that's the story. So um, for those of you who are looking for a full-blown tribute, some of our friends in the uh, media, especially the print media, are planning some amazing printed tributes to Shia in the next coming days. And uh, we did participate already in some of those. Um, I was working yesterday with Ari Hirsch from from The Views, and I was uh, interviewed by Mishpacha Magazine. So I participated in some of those. I don't know if we'll be doing a full-blown tribute. Not sure yet. The the Honestly, the shock and... Uh, the stunning nature of this news still has not left me, and this this was Friday morning that we found out about it. So that is the uh, that's the story. Kalbach Yardside tonight. We'll toss in some of his selections into our program tomorrow, of course. And welcome to a brand new week. I hope you have our brothers and sisters in mind in Israel. Last night, I hosted the Ten Yad event, and you could tell you could especially for those who really care about fellow Jews. And obviously, <laughs> where we were yesterday in the heart of the Crown Heights section of Brooklyn, uh, you're in an area where you're surrounded by a lot of people who really care about Jews around the world. There's no question about it. Uh, it's hard. It is hard to concentrate on other events. And 10 Yads are really, really important organization. I'm not minimizing that at all. But it's hard to get into the frame of mind when you know what's happening 6,000 miles away. And then again, of course, when you see what happens at that uh, Russian airport uh, where a mob is literally looking for Jews to, uh, to lynch. These are scary times. Not that all times aren't scary, but these are scary times. And we look toward the one above to protect us the way he has protected our predecessors through the generations. He's always there for us. Keep that in mind and don't forget it. It's an important message to transmit to our children and grandchildren. Even when things go bad, he's there for us. We just don't always see it. But um, right now our soldiers are going in. They are um, operating in the northern part of Gaza. They're ramping up their military operations there. Uh, you can imagine how Jews around the world are concerned, and especially our brothers and sisters in Israel. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about, and there's a lot to transmit to our children, our grandchildren, our students all through these days. By the way, um, Stacy reminded me yesterday, she said, you have to make a big deal about this. I mean, I, I spoke about it on, uh, on Friday. I think we spoke about it on Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday that we spoke about it with the soldiers at Yeshiva Dakotel. Then again, I mentioned it Thursday and Friday. The, um, the soldiers who were on the air with us, reported to us that every letter they receive is posted in a public area of the base. 
And yeah, I don't mean base Medrash at this point. I mean the actual army base. <laughs> and uh, every time people, soldiers walk by, they look at them and they enjoy them and they see the pictures and the drawings that kids from around the world have sent. And of course, the messages that have been sent. And they said, you don't realize how much chizuk, how much love this gives us from around the world. And it just helps our efforts. So I am again reminding principals, teachers, heads of school, um, those involved in special projects, especially dealing with Israel advocacy and Israel clubs, write letters to soldiers. I did see, I wish I had it in front of me. I did see uh, an address both in Lakewood and one in Brooklyn where you literally could send these letters and our friends from Chabad will get them to army bases. But I'm sure there are you know, other methods as well. Um, speak to your local rabbi and they'll, or your local principal and they'll tell you, you know, who to consult to find out exactly how to get these letters to an army base. Ch- chances are that one of the people along the chain of those who you speak probably has a kid in the army, frankly, um, the way things are going these days. So don't minimize the letter writing. It was an eye-opener for me, a real eye-opener for me, um, and I'm sure for you as well. So don't minimize it. Encourage it. Have our students and youngsters. You, know, you always wonder what can you do from this distance. That is a really, really big chesed, and I only discovered that this trip. So write those letters and let the soldiers enjoy your words, your pictures, some of, some, some of which, as they described, are uh, you know, difficult to decipher, <laughs> but they have a lot of fun trying to do so. so. <laughs> um, yeah, I am being kind on that one. Um, anyway, so that's a story with that. So, um, interesting few days to say the least. That is an understatement. And I hope everybody is uh, keeping our brothers and sisters in mind. Kolakavod, kudos to those who are coming up with special projects to remember the hostages. You know, we're so numb from the number over 200. We're so numb from the news. Uh, how many times have we seen the scenes and spoken about these episodes we're so numb and we, and we just we don't realize we have no idea where these people are and their families have no idea where they are and you know again if these were all adults if they were all men i hate to say it like that but i think you all know what i mean you know there'd be a great level of concern trust me a great great level of concern i mean who could uh, argue with that for every hostage that's taken soldiers everybody but the women and the young women and the children, the babies, the chutzpah that the enemy is holding babies and Israel's getting yelled at about international law, those who are complicit with the violation of this international law should be held accountable. And I, would only, I can only imagine how many civilians that are in, that, in those areas are in fact complicit, but with Hamas's stronghold on the area. I got to watch what I'm saying, especially on this side of the world. But the hostages, those who have been kidnapped, the agony that they must be through, and of course the agony their families are going through for all these weeks already. Now it's weeks. Now it's over three weeks. It's over three weeks. I think today is officially day number 23. Is it 22 or 23 of the war? It's been a long time. An hour from now, Shai Graucher is going to be on. He jumped into action with his family, staff, and volunteers to uh, do everything possible for our soldiers 
and for those in need, those families in need. And he'll describe that from Israel coming up in the second half of our show, in the second half of this 7 o'clock hour. We will have a representative. I don't think Ellie Beer is going to be able to make it this morning. When he contacted me in the middle of the night, it sounded like <laughs> it sounded like he will not be awake <laughs> when JM and the AM airs. So we will have somebody from United Hatsala join us for an update from their perspective on this whole situation coming up right here at JM in the AM. All right. Lots to do on this Monday morning broadcast, to say the least. Tonight, the yard side of Herb Shlomo Kalbach. Plenty more right now with Chaim David at JM in the AM.
Shame in the AM with Matzliach, done by Avramo Avram Fried, who was amazing last night, along with uh, Jakob Schwecki and Shlemy Daskal and Benny Friedman and Yossi Green. It was quite a 10 yard event. I want to thank the folks at 10 yard again for allowing me to um, to host the event. It was it was quite something. A lot of great prizes were given away for an amazing cause. So yes, I should call to everybody who donated to 10 yard over the last few weeks. Well-deserved, Yashikach. The footsteps before that with Lech Lecha, Takah, done by uh, Chaim David, and you're listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Six-hour difference between us here in the Eastern Time Zone in Israel right now till we change the clock this coming Sunday morning. Then it'll be back to seven, but for this week, it's a six-hour difference. Keep that in mind if you're in touch with people in the Holy Land. And I was just thinking, we were talking about Shia Menlowitz of blessed memory. Um, He, of course, as I mentioned earlier, discovered, quote-unquote, Avram Fried. Um, We should play something off of Avramel's No Jew Will Be Left Behind. Maybe we'll do that next after the news here at JM in the AM. That would be a nice uh, tribute. Tonight, the art side of Rib Shlomo Kalbach. I'm sure we'll get some of his selections on tomorrow here at JM in the AM. His yard site's on the 16th of Mar Cheshvan. And uh, as I said earlier, it is very hard these days for everybody to give their full attention to anything because part of our attention is being uh, diverted, so to speak, to what's happening in Israel. And I'm picking this feeling up no matter where I go. And there's a lot to do. Shai Graucher is going to join us. He'll tell us how we can help his efforts in helping soldiers and others in Israel. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM. Galitzal in the background. Though our news from Israel coming up here at JM in the AM. Here until 9 o'clock. And then right, Benji Kramer at 9 a.m. on Meir Milim is going to be analyzing one of the Prakim of Tehillim that we are saying very, very often. I was going to say unfortunately, but... You don't say that about the fact that we're saying Tehillim. Uh, the circumstances might be unfortunate, uh, but thank God we have the book of Psalms to help us turn to God and pray for our brothers and sisters in Israel. Right, Benji Kramer will analyze one of those chapters that we've been saying a lot recently coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern time here on Meir Milim at the Nahum Siegel Network. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. newscast is next at JMDM. Galei Tzal, Mirushalayim Asha'achat, Shalom Rav, Ba'ulpan Ran Yavnai, Ima Shekorei Achshav. פיגוע הדקירה בירושלים, מצבו של השוטר שנפצע סמוך לתחנת הרכבת הקלה שבטי ישראל קשה אך יציב. המחבל חוסל. מזירת הפיגוע מדווחת כתבתנו בבירה נועה ברנס. שוטר בשנות ה-30 לחייו נפצע קשה מדקירה בפלג גופו העליון בפיגוע בירושלים. הוא פונה לבית החולים שערי צדק בבירה כשמצבו יציב. המחבל, תושב מזרח העיר, חטף את נשקו של הלוחם, ניסה לירות בנשק ולהימלט, אך בהמשך נוטרל בירי. כוחות רבים הגיעו לזירה, גם השר בן גביר שקרא מכאן לציבור, לכו תתחמשו. אחד מהשותפים לנטרול המחבל, מאיר גבאי, פקח חדש בעיריית ירושלים, שפונה לעיר משדרות, לאחר שביתו נרצחה. כוחות צה"ל פועלים בשעה זו ברצועת עזה, הפלסטינים מדווחים על פעילות בשכונת זייתון, השכונה המרכזית והגדולה ביותר בעיר. הבוקר התפרסם תיעוד של טנק צה"לי ברחוב סאלח א-דין, הציר המרכזי שחוצה את הרצועה. כך מוסר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי. 
דובר צה"ל, תת-אלוף דניאל הגרי, אומר הבוקר, הרחבנו את הפעולה בעזה, הפעילות תתעצם לפי שלבי המלחמה. אנחנו מבצעים פעולה קרקעית מורחבת לתוך הרצועה, כוחות יבשה, טנקים, כוחות חי"ר, כוחות משוריינים, נעים לכיוון המחבלים. המחבלים מתכנסים בשטחי כינוס על מנת לנסות לפגוע בכוחותינו, ואנחנו תוקפים אותם מהאוויר. הפעילות ההתקפית תימשך ותתעצם לפי שלבי המלחמה ומטרותיה. בדבר אביבי כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון דורון קדוש. מוקדם יותר שוגר מטח רקטות לעבר אשדוד, אשקלון ועוטף עזה. זוהו פגיעות בשטח מפעל באשקלון ובניין. אין נפגעים. דודיל זלמנוביץ', ממקמי מטה משפחות החטופים והנעדרים, הודיע על עזיבתו בעקבות טענות שלפיהן הוא משתף פעולה עם ראש הממשלה נתניהו, מדווח כתבנו גל ג'רסי. זלמנוביץ', שאחיינו עומר שם טוב נמצא בשבי החמאס, ביקש לעזוב את המטה שהקים לאחר שנטען כי הוא מנסה למנוע ביקורת על ראש הממשלה. עוד נטען כי זלמנוביץ' בחר משפחות פחות ביקורתיות שייפגשו עם ראש הממשלה בשבת האחרונה. לאחרונה עזבו את המטה גם ראש השב"כ לשעבר יעקב פרי ומתאם השבויים והנעדרים לשעבר דוד מידן. עלייה של 500% במספר האירועים האנטישמיים מאז החלה המלחמה. כך עולה מדוח שפרסמו משרד התפוצות והמאבק באנטישמיות וההסתדרות הציונית העולמית. כמו כן חלה עלייה של 400% בשיח האנטישמי, הכולל קריאות להשמדת ישראל ברשתות החברתיות המובילות ביחס לתקופת הזמן שקדמה למלחמה. כתבנו יואל עברי מציין כי בקהילות יהודיות רבות ברחבי העולם מעידים על ירידה דרמטית בתחושת הביטחון האישי. כמו כן, רוב הסטודנטים היהודים בעולם מדווחים על תחושות של פחד ועצב. חברות התעופה הישראליות משנות את מסלול הטיסה ליעדי המזרח ומעריכות את משך הטיסה. מדווחת כתבתנו עינב קרנר. בהודעה שהוציאה חברת אלה ללקוחותיה, היא ציינה כי בעקבות המצב הביטחוני, מסלול הטיסה מתאילנד לישראל יארך 11 שעות וחצי, במקום 9 שעות כיום. לגלי צה"ל נודע כי יש גם שיקולים מדיניים שמטופלים כעת מול משרד החוץ, כולל האישור של אומן להאריך את הטיסות של החברות הישראליות מעל המרחב האווירי שלה. מזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות, אך עדיין חם מרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולט. ישראל במלחמה, עכשיו בגלי צה"ל, אמיר איבגי ואמיר בר שלום. Oh, Yerush 
J.M. in the A.M. Well, I mentioned that I wanted to uh, play No Jewel Be Left Behind because it's uh, one of the earliest uh, productions by uh, Shia Menlowitz, who through that album, of course, introduced us to Avram Freed. Shia Menlowitz of Blessed Memory, whose funeral we were uh, at yesterday. Still can't get over that. Uh, so I decided, hey, let's put together some of the 
hits from some of the albums, especially the creative ones that Shia Mendelowitz was responsible for. So you heard Avram Freeze, No Jewel Will Be Left Behind. You heard Piamenta with Asher Burra. That whole album was a Shia Mendelowitz production. And that song has been, <laughs> has been played at a lot of weddings. And Mordechai Ben David's Dagaminayan, the Mashiach produced that album, and someone said to me that um, that Daga with that opening is one of the most innovative and interesting and creative ways, especially for that era, of presenting a, uh, a piece of Jewish music. And sure enough, um, sure enough, Shia Menlowitz is responsible for that one as well. Dagaminayan for Mordechai Ben David. JM and the M, thanks for the 10 Yad compliments. It was nice to be the uh, host last night. For such an important cause and to be on stage with people like Avram Fried, Yaakov Shweki, Shlemi Daskal, Benny Friedman, Yassi Green. It was quite a lineup, to say the least. And uh, again, Yashikach to the folks at Ten Yad. If you're not familiar with what they do, it's unbelievable. I mean, they do such amazing and incredible work. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Let us know where you are, what you want to hear, etc. Following the news from Israel closely, as everybody is at these uh, trying times. Uh, day number 23, right? Day number 23 of the war. As the IDF continues to operate in Gaza, there have been some... Uh, there have been some... Um, Um, terror episodes uh, today, and we'll give you that latest news in a moment, of the 1,400 uh, Israelis that have been murdered since October 7th's massacre, 312 are soldiers. Four of the 239 known hostages have been released by Hamas. 239 hostages, 235 remain. Um, here's the uh, most recent terror attack we were referring to. Uh, a wounded police officer was transferred to Hadassah University Medical Center. The officer seriously wounded in a stabbing attack in Yerushalayim. A border police officer was seriously wounded near the Shifte Yisrael light rail station in Jerusalem Monday morning. The suspected terrorist was apprehended by police. The wounded police officer was transferred to Hadassah. This episode of the uh, airport in Russia, a lot of scary episodes. Even on this side of the world, there have been a lot of scary episodes. That one was quite frightening, a, a serious pachat. And frankly, I, I, have to, I have to give kudos, and we have to admire those authorities who kept the Jews away from the mob. They, they could have done a lot of different things, but they went out of their way to make sure that that plane did not come near them. Which is um, which is something in Jewish history. Very often, uh, people would have brought that plane as close to the mob as possible. Thank God they uh, acted the way they did. And yeah, it's a scary situation. We'll talk more about it, obviously, when we have the appropriate guests on. But um, there's a lot to worry about on both sides of the world. Here in this neighborhood, I'm in. Uh, our New York City studio, we saw the Brooklyn Bridge shut down all Shabbos afternoon. I'm saying to myself, why there's so much traffic? Because we overlooked the FDR Drive. Why is there so much traffic? 
the um, demonstrators that had gathered in Brooklyn had marched all the way to the Brooklyn Bridge and essentially closed the bridge. Simple as that. And that lasted for a while. I went Saturday night to the 10-yard sound check. Took me over an hour to get there. Um, so, you know, and, the, and, and some of those demonstrations, as we know, have turned uh, seriously violent. They've gotten heated. A lot to be concerned about. JM and AM on a Monday. Uh, tonight is the yard side of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach. We will play appropriate selections tomorrow here at JM and AM, no doubt. And, um, yeah. And that is that, as they say. Shai Graucher is coming up from Israel. Plenty more in hour number two on a uh, Monday morning broadcast here at JM and the AM.
We'll get to that Simcha Liner selection coming up. Don't worry about that. Uh, Shalshelis is what you just heard, though. Shalshelis is what you just heard with Hine Kell on a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebin, Bilsevalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basri, Bilsevalevi. Plus this week, because my father-in-law's yard site is this coming Shabbos, uh, we are dedicating Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Rabbi Yitzchak ben Moshe Halevi as well. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Morning. We read in Tehillim Kuf Memches 148. Halaluka, Halaluasa Shemina Shamayim. Praise Hashem from the heavens. Halu Bam Romim. Praise Hashem from the heights. Halu Kumalachav. All of the Malachim praise Hashem. Halu Kol Tzvav, all their hosts. Halu Shemesh V'yoreach, the sun and the moon. Halu Kukoch Ve'or, all of the stars, all the lights will praise Hashem. Halu Shemei HaShomayim, the exalted of all the heavens. V'amayim in the water, Hashemayal HaShomayim, above the heavens. They all praise Hashem. However, the Medrash Tilim tells us, how does the capital end? Bachurim began besulois, the young men and the young women, zikenim, the elderly, imna arim, with the youth, yahalalu as Hashem Hashem, shall praise Hashem, kiniskav shemar levadoi, because his name alone will have been exalted. In this parak, after we mention the malachim, their host, the sun, the moon, the stars, the koychavim, the highest places in Shemayim, what is most dear to Hashem? The Medrash Tilim tells us, it is the Bachurim Begam Besulois, the young men and women, Zikenim, the elderly Imna Arim with the youth. Their tfilos, their prayers, their songs are more dear and more pleasing to Hashem than anything else. This is a particular chizuk to us in our present situation. We should only know that every word of tefillah, every word of prayer that comes forth from our mouths is counted, is considered precious in Shomayim and makes a very strong impression in the heavenly spheres. The Shomaya tefillah hears each and every word that all of us, any of us, will daven. A yid once came to the famous tzaddik Reb Pinchas of Karetz. He asked him, what should I do if I wish that my tefillahs should be answered? Repinchas of Karetz answered, If you want the tefillahs should be answered, have Eretz Yisrael in mind when you daven. Think of the entire country, its borders, its cities, its villages, its hills, all the people, 
all the children, whoever does this, their tefillos will surely be answered. He then asked them, how about those who already live in Eretz Yisrael? What should they think of? The great tzaddik answered, they should think of all the Jews still living in the exile and beg Hashem to return his children to bring them home. All of our prayers, our thoughts, our minds are directed towards Eretz Yisrael. It is our tefillah to Hashem that each and every soldier come home safe and sound, that all of the hostages return home safe and sound, that we all hear, Bisuros Tavos, Yeshuos V'Nechamos. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik.
in the a.m. It is a Monday morning broadcast here in New York City. And um, that uh, selection is from Simcha Liner here at J.M. in the a.m. Well, ever since we heard of the incredible efforts being made by uh, Reb Shai Graucher and his family and his uh, volunteers um, to help people in Israel, especially the idea of soldiers. We've been anxious to speak to him live on the air. I do want to remind everybody, and if this has changed at all, I'm sure he'll mention it to us. Uh, but if you go to the um, website, charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash chesed verachamim, chesed with two S's, verachamim, V-R-A-C-H-A, M-I-M. It's charity.com slash chesed verachamim. You'll see that as they continue to provide essentials for our brothers on the front, front lines and families who have been stricken by terror, you'll see they've raised over $2.3 million, and that continues to grow because of the incredible work that they are doing. Rabbi Shai Graucher, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. How are you, Nochem, and thank you for having a call with us. A pleasure, and as I mentioned to you uh, off the air a moment ago, uh, before we start talking about uh, Chesed Verachamim, uh, your dear father, Deddy, was so uh, important to, to us here and to this audience. We remember him with tremendous fondness, and we hope that your family is doing well, relatively speaking, at this time. Yes, yeah, so my father always told, uh, always told us about Chesed, but a few weeks before he passed away, he was telling my mother, when he's going to pass away, they're going to hear a lot of stories and during the Shiva. And till today, we're, we're, we're hearing crazy, incredible, my thing that he did. And, and the Hesped, I was saying that, Bezat Hashem, we're going to continue it and do a lot of Chesed this year. And I said, you know, it's uh, two others this year are we going to be able to do for him. They do Nishmoso, but I wouldn't believe it that in three days I would cover all my dream of, 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 of helping and doing for Klali soil. And it's just, 
unbelievable. And I feel my, the, my father's power. We also had a crazy story with my sister's friend um, that she was dreaming about my father. He sang at her wedding 11 years ago. That was a big sign from a few rabbis that told me that this is the right things to do. And Baruch Hashem, with a lot of Tiyat Bishmaya and a lot of good people and friends all over the world, especially in America, we're able to help and help and help until this second, we're not stopping to help. Uh, you're amazing, and what you're doing is incredible. It's obvious from the uh, uh, response you've gotten in terms of financial support that a lot of people around the world, especially in America, uh, are very, very uh, touched by what you are doing with all your volunteers and your family. And uh, it, this has been going on. Describe this to us. The war breaks out, as we all know, of course, on Shabbos Miniatzeres. How quickly do you jump into action, and how did you know what to do? How did you know what the immediate needs were? So I am already from 2017. Nobody knows about it. I've been working with Kali Sorok Hesed Verachman organization. Nobody knows about it. I've been helping uh, people that lost their uh, love on, on, on terror attacks to go through the Shiva to help them with some financials and helping soldiers, helping army bases. And I was involved a lot with this, with the army and, and police commissioner. So I had already sources and things that I did with food and such. So right, right after, right Monte Shabbos, the second after already, I, I was opening kitchens and pizza shops. First of all, to start sending food because I realized and I understood that a lot of people didn't have anything to eat since they were working in the morning. And then already a day after, I started to order equipment to understand that we're going to a big, big thing. It's not going to, to be a few days. And right away we were working about opening this big, big, big place in the middle of the country between south to, to north, next to Modin and the Vacharon, a tremendous big place, starting ordering food, starting ordering things. Everything is so they're opening computers, volunteers. We don't want to throw things to people, to soldiers. We want to know what do they need and how do they need it and deliver it in the most respectful way. And Baruch Hashem, it's growing and growing. I just came out after six hours. We got 45,000 items of children's place clothes that uh, we bought for all those families that are in Jerusalem or next to it that don't have winter stuff. So we have coats and everything for them. And as I'm talking to you, I'm on the way to, to the border in Gaza. I'm going there for 20 minutes in with a special unit just to speak to the soldiers. I got special permission and trying to be mechazek them. And then we're going to two families that lost their, uh, one, the husband and one, the child. And we're just trying to do everything we can to give, to give Simcha. And the most important thing is to do Achdus and Klal Yisrael. Cause you have to understand that what happened before this was, 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 was very, very bad. The Sinas Chinam, what went here. And unfortunately we needed to come to such a position to, to love each other back. And that's what, this is what we're doing. And we have to understand we're not fighting for ourselves for every single Jew all over the world. If Israel is not going to be strong, and with Achdus, no seminaries, no yeshivas, no Sholosh Regoli, no hotels, no apartments, nothing. People are not going to be able to come here. And we're seeing already what's going on all over the world. So we have to be strong, and we have to help, and we have to do what we have to do. Yeah, with all the things you mentioned, also no safety for Jews, frankly as uh, the army is fighting not only for Eretz Yisrael and Medinat Yisrael, but fighting for every Jew's safety around the world. Anybody who doesn't understand it, think about it. And if you're still not uh, uh, ready to accept it, speak to those who are in the know. 
they'll explain it to you. By the way, a lot of what you're doing, of course, has been documented on video. I'm strongly recommending that people go to the charity site and check out the videos that you've posted. Very inspiring ones and just so much work. It looks like you guys are working at such an advanced pace trying to get everything where it needs to go. There's a Winter Coat for Soldiers campaign going on right now that people could participate in. Uh, meals for Army bases, foods for Shiver Homes, of which there are too many, of course, now in Israel. And the list goes on and on and on. Now, you said you were able to identify the needs, uh, determine who needs food, whether it's army bases or uh, specific uh, uh, families that were victims of terror. Uh, you also mentioned that uh, you spent a good part of today uh, worrying about collecting baby clothing to be distributed. What else is on that list? Because I know that you and your volunteers are involved in so many things. What other needs are being met by your organization? We are uh, for sure. We have the spiritual thing, and we have a common uh, friend. And it's not—he's not a friend. It's a family. Rabbi Gedalia Zadowitz from art school, sure. and of course his son Aaron, that is with mysterious nefesh helping us. We have requests for tons of tons of gemaras babekama. We're finishing noshim now. Seder noshim. Um, everybody's finishing kiddushin. We have uh, an amazing campaign coming out. People are waiting for it inside. We added. Benching and Tehillim and Emishabeiras and amazing things. And also, of course, we're talking about families that need mezuzah. We have kisses, chillin, callus, uh, Tehillim, sitters. We have a whole division of, 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 of spiritual guns that are giving the soldiers a tremendous chizuk. And now, again, there's no chillin that we don't know where it's going to. Even when we get a base, oh, we want 10 pairs of children. No, we, we speak to the soldier directly. We know which one is getting. How is he getting it? Did he ask Finland before? What happened to the Finland? And we have to have database of understanding where everything is going because in the end of the day, people are opening their hearts and their pockets and we want to make sure we're doing the right things with it. Shai Graucher with us from Israel. Um, ha- what is your reaction to the incredible interest, as you just mentioned, in tefillin, tzitzis, uh, sidurim, gemaras, but especially the tefillin and tzitzis. We're talking about mitzvot daraisa, that all of a sudden, soldiers who have never been, um, uh, 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 who have never gotten into the habit, let's put it that way, of putting on tefillin and tzitzis every single day, all of a sudden it's one of the most essential sought after items. What's it like for you when you see army bases <laughs> clamoring for tzitzis and tefillin? Uh, it's 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 very excited. It's it, it's showing us that Mashiach is here. There's a famous Mishnah brewer that's talking about it. That in Chavlin Mashiach, people are going to have tzitzis and wearing the tzitzis. And I want to tell you that the 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 love for mitzvahs was was never stronger before. And the emuna and the bitocha, the standard people realize nothing that yes, boy, oilam. Because you have to understand, if they start from both sides, even what happened, there's so many miracles. They wanted to do much worse. And so we have to understand that these things are, 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 are mechazek. You know how many people... Uh, did we lose Shai? Uh, yeah, wait, wait, one second. Shai, we lost you. Do you know how many people what? You just got cut off. Do you know how many people what? 
You know how many people join the daf? You know me? People that never learn Gemara. Wow. Are loving it. Are getting close to it. They want more. They want to understand more. There's Mavola Talmud. I send, I send, I send explanations of Gemara. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's Oilon Chesed Ibaneh with Torah. So it's Torah's Chayim, Ve'avas Chesed. And you have to address the uh, the Gashmias also. You visit these army bases. People don't realize these are soldiers, soldiers who have a nonstop appetite. Imagine what they're doing, training every single day, and, of course, just mentally preparing for everything that's going on every single day, especially now with the army going into Gaza. It is a very stressful, tense situation, and they need to be fed. Are, are you getting that opportunity to provide meals for them that are a bit different, maybe more enhanced than what the army is able to provide? Yes. So we're getting to special units that you can get in. Most of the uh, we are connecting with the army directly with special barbecues, fruit, delicious food. And besides this, we came with barbers, we had more than 200 haircuts already. Now we're going with sours and jacuzzi and also a, a, a washing and drying washing machine truck to go give them a good smell and to iron their stuff. So we're trying to give them whatever they need to, to be strong to win this. Unbelievable. I don't know what you haven't thought of, frankly. Um, those of you out there who have not yet supported the campaign, it starts with the words, one nation, one cause. And as you've heard Rabbi Shai Graucher uh, describe, uh, we have become one nation with one cause at a very, very large price, unfortunately. But the division that we saw uh, in uh, among the Jewish people just a couple of months ago, thank God, has disappeared. And now it's all about achdus. It's all about amechad. Belevechad. Go to charity.com slash chesed verachamim. Charity.com, C H A R I D Y dot com slash chesed verachamim. C H E S S E D V R A C H A M I M and contribute as much as you can. Thank God uh, they are in the millions already in terms of people or in terms of amounts that have been contributed uh, for this campaign so far and you can help Rabbi Shai Graucher's incredible efforts and of course you'll see all the pictures videos and links if you join their content group which is available on the site that we just mentioned and the Rabbanim Rabbi Shai Graucher you, you obviously we know we know you for quite a while and we know that um uh, you 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 um Thank God, take your relationships with Gedolei Torah very seriously. I would imagine that the rabbis of Israel, some of whom we've seen in the videos that you've posted, I would imagine they're giving you tremendous chizuk and urging you along to do even more and more and more. Yeah, so uh, Baruch Hashem, uh, a few big rabbis. I got a, a special letter from Rabbi Lando, Rabbi Bergman, Rabbi Hirsch, Rabbi uh, Zuberstein, and Ketcha that are... And Baruch Hashem, we're also, we're also helping the Haredi community. We're doing now a big thing now with Visa. They're giving us 10% to get uh, gift cards with money that they can buy stuff for their families. Besides this, we have uh, thousands of thousands of families that need help because they're stressful and the situation is not easy or they can't leave the house. So we're taking care of them also. Um, also a few big uh, friends of mine that uh, trying to help in, in, in a way that nobody's going to get hurt. Because you know we still have to have 
the yeshivas and Koyleli go on. So Baruch Hashem, we're trying to have, have everybody happy, trying to do the right thing. And Baruch Hashem, we see a tremendous Yata Dishmaya. But uh, Baruch Hashem, my biggest blessing that my wife, under the scenes, nobody knows, is running the whole projects with unbelievable said there. You know, everything is just so organized. And I can't thank her enough that she jumped in and made 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 it happen. Because, you know, I'm crazy. I can go, I can spend, <laughs> I can have ideas. But somebody has to be on ground, write everything, and have everything, you know. It has to go to an army base. It has to go to a family to get food. The clothes have to go to the right thing. So what she's doing, I don't think there's somebody in the world that can do. And, you know, you have to raise four children. And and work and everything, so I don't know how she does it, but this yeah. is my biggest blessing, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem is right, and send her our best. You know, we're amazed at your energy, but it looks like you have some volunteers around you that might even have more energy than you. You must be very impressed with them. Everybody, everybody's coming here. It's, it's amazing. The the love, the support, the achdus. It's 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 just unbelievable. Mamish unbelievable. Rabbi Shai, I, I, remind everybody again. Remind everybody again how you're spending the rest of today. To today, today? Yeah. So I'm on the way to... Um, I'm on the way to... Mamish uh, the border. I'm going into Gaza. Yeah, I hope nobody's listening. <laughs> so I'm going with a special unit just to give them respect and a few things that I'm getting there for Shmir, for Bronco. And then from there, I'm going to another base with the showers and the washing machine dryers and uh, jacuzzis. And then I'm going to meet the families that we're going to give them the gift cards with money to spend. I have a two hotels to visit that we're getting them clothes and we're getting them right now. Some, you know, popcorn machines and uh, all the trampolines. And then I have to visit, visit Shiva calls and I have to go to the, to our big place to meet uh, with a few people. We have, people coming all over the world and it's going along it's going it's going it's going Reb Shai um, we, we, we admire your, your your army of chesed I know that we have a very important army that we're all trying to support from around the world but we get an opportunity to do it because of the army of chesed that you've put together uh, send Dashcham to all of our beloved soldiers, and God bless you for everything you're doing, and we're going to try to continue to encourage people to support your work, to support this incredible army of chesed that you've put together. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Be well, my friend, and stay safe, to say the least. Rabbi Shai Graucher, you heard how he's going to be spending the rest of today. Simply remarkable, and he has put together an army of chesed, to work alongside our army, the IDF, that keeps us safe. Plus, of course, he's dealing with families in need. As you heard, he's also visiting like we did last week. He's visiting and seeing the needs of those in the hotels and trying to meet their needs. Uh, the uh, people who are now essentially refugees from the north and south of Israel. It is a very serious situation in Israel. I tried to convey this last week when we were there. A very serious situation on so many levels. And I would hope that everybody would uh, set aside some money. It's very impressive, by the way, and I, I've noticed this from so many people. That there, We had spoken about, I don't know how many times in, in recent memory, we had spoken about the disposable income in the Jewish community, and there's a lot of it, as we know. Baruch Hashem. 
but so many people have taken from the uh, from the funds that they would normally use for their own indulgences, and they have sent it to Israel, which is incredible. I think I think that's that's just wonderful, and this is one of the causes that's been the beneficiary of uh, of our activities. And by our, I don't mean us here at JMM. I mean the American Jewish community, uh, and especially spearheaded by uh, the Zlotowitz family and everybody at Arts Girl Masora. Can you imagine what they're doing? Can you imagine what they're doing? Can you imagine taking tens of thousands, maybe even more, of Gemaras and Sidurim and sending them to soldiers who now insist on spending their day with Dafayomi? So the whole thing is just incredible. Anyway, uh, charity.com slash chesed verachamim. They've uh, raised so far over $2.3 million. And as you heard, every time you give a dollar, it's being utilized really, really well. Charity, with a D, dot com, slash chesed, with two S's, virachamim, V-R-A-C-H-A-M-I-M. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web and AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Esta termina de 
Growing up, I watched my mama doing laundry in the sink, and my brother's clothes and mine were kind of tattered. But we had love and we had faith, and there was laughter in our home. So I guess we had the only things that mattered. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch. Hashem. Be it smooth, be it rough, you just can't say it enough. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Nothing much has changed as the days and years flew by. If it wasn't sad, you'd say it's kind of funny. <laughs> Though I surely can't proclaim that I've tried my very best. Just like my folks, I'm not too good at making money. But Hashem knows what He's doing. It's His world after all. Why waste time in useless second-guessing? All the trials and tribulations are but means to help us grow. So instead of counting money, count your blessings. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Be it smooth, be it rough, you just can't say it enough. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. 
There was a time not long ago, I'm not too proud to say, when I resented the good fortune of my friends. How I wish I could take back the envy and the pain, as it brought me less than nothing in the end. But I've cast aside that burden, I'm happy and I'm free. Growing up taught me a thing or two. Now I go around with my guitar and sing for all to hear. The grass is mighty green on my side too. The most amazing dream last night. It was very thrilling and entrancing. The world became a place so filled with light. And in my dream, Jews everywhere were dancing. Because Mashiach had arrived, peace and love began to thrive. No more war, no more hate. A time to celebrate. Aha! Since long ago at Harsinai, Chavreirim ko Yisroel. Mishe asanisim, asanisim lavoteinu, vegaalotam, meavdut lecheru. Hu galotanu, hu padaotanu, hu kibetz nidachinu, mearba kampota. Israel, Yedidim Kol Israel, Chaverim Kol Israel. Hashem, we beg of you, please make this dream come true. Oh, 
my dream when I turned on the news. All they did was talk about the Jews. They wondered how could we have been so wrong. I think deep down they knew it all along. Because Moshiach had arrived, peace and love began to thrive. The whole world came to storm our gates, but there's no gators, it's too late. Ah, 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 ah. And for the first time, my oh my, since long ago at Harsinai, Hashem, we beg of you, please make this dream come true.
JM in the AM. 8 time cats here at JM in the AM. Journey's had a couple on this Monday morning. Chaverim and Baruch Hashem. You just can't say it enough. Ani Lomasugal, Yehuda Glantz opened up that set for us here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Don't forget our friends at A&H. Our friends at A&H have the most incredible and delicious meat products you'll ever try, especially those hot dogs and knockwurst and uh, incredible salamis. We, of course, again, this past Shabbos had a... Uh, Kiddish featuring A&H Salami. God bless Aaron Goldman. And it's just so high quality and good. I mean, it's a, it ain't one of those situations where you're, uh, where you're um, questioning what it is that you're consuming. It ain't one of those situations. <laughs> it's a situation where the uh, ingredients are quite clear. And um, A&H really has everything for anything and everything for everybody. You want the no nitrate added, no sodium hot dogs, they got it. You want that delicious knockwurst we keep talking about, they got it. And, of course, their salamis are amazing, plus God knows how many other items. Go to kosherdogs.net, take a 10% discount with promo code radio, try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And remember that A&H is one of the corporate companies in our sphere that is uh, dedicated uh, to reminding the world about what's going on in Israel, and they're doing a great job about it with their social media. Simple as that. Uh, and they should be commended for that, and that's why we keep commending them for it. Really, is as simple as that. More coming up on a uh, Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. This is the brand new one from Eighth Day at JM in the AM. Feels like I'm pulling back the arrow, about to snap the bow, standing at the race line. Waiting for gold Like thunder and lightning Right before it rains In a single moment Everything can change Feels like it's 4.59 on a Thursday And redemption's on Show your face, the whole wide world's becoming your holy place. Wherever I look, I only see your name. In a single moment, everything will change. Feels like it's 459 on a Thursday. Redemption's a minute, a minute away. When I get back on Monday, when I get back, I'll never be. Final credits rolling, the whole world will see your name. 
Jam in the AM, brand new with Eighth Day. Song is called 459. Brand new Eighth Day on a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Well, as I've been telling you, Ellie Beer was scheduled to join us here at JM in the AM. He's, of course, the head of United Hatsala. Uh, when I spoke to him last week, it sounded like he was at the beginning of a whirlwind mission to the United States. I think it's the first time he left Israel since Shemini Atzeris, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then in the middle of the night, he sent me a message. He did not sound like he was prepared to go on the air this morning. It sounded like he was up all night dealing with stuff. But Baruch Hashem, our good friend Dovi Meizels, who is the vice president of operations at United Hatzalah, and we've had him on the air before, and he's been at Ellie's side for God knows how long. Baruch Hashem, he's with us live via telephone so we can find out how these incredible first responders have been dealing with the first 22 days of this war. Uh, a simply remarkable effort by all of them. Dovi Mizels, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, thank you, Nachon. What a pleasure to be on. I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, you guys, as always, I mean, anybody who visits Israel and certainly anybody who lives there knows that United Hatzalah is there for everybody. Every emergency, small or large, and most emergencies, frankly, aren't small. <laughs> emergencies to families are always large. And you're always there to respond with an incredible force of first responders around the entire country. Where did you guys even start on Shemini Atzeris morning? How did you know what to do, where to go, where to begin to try saving lives? That's such, such a big question. Such a big question. I mean, I, I can't believe it's already 23 or 24 days already into this um, unbelievable war that was forced upon us. But if to try and, and look back a little bit to Shemini Atzeret, to Simchat Torah by us, well, everybody was, you know, at their homes at 6.30 in the morning. Well, most people, I guess, were still in bed. Um, and and I, me personally, I was, a, I was by my parents in the front ready to celebrate my son's bar mitzvah, which he was supposed to go up and have his, his aliyah on Shemini Atzeret. Oh and God. unfortunately, what started this whole thing with the missile attacks all over Israel and the sirens, the air raid sirens going off all over, made it clear very fast that there's something bigger than just a, a um, missile attack. I don't know how weird that sounds, like a normal missile attack. There is no such thing as a normal missile attack, but right. unfortunately... Here, uh, yeah, so, so obviously, immediately the volunteers all gear up, especially the ones down south where they, they brace for impact when there's a, a air raid sirens, whether they're to Tel Aviv or, or to Jerusalem or to, to around uh, Otefaza. But, be- but before, um, but Dovi, before we even get to that, I have to assume that as people are experiencing terrorists coming into their homes and into, into their towns and into their homes, I'd have to assume, especially with the inability of a regular person to get in touch with the army, I would assume they started calling you guys. Yes, yes. That, that, I was just getting there. I mean, I was just in the sirens at 6.30 a.m., but minutes later, we started getting phone calls from people in Zderot and people in Netivot and people in Ofakim. Uh, calling in about uh, gunshots, about uh, explosions, things that aren't typical to a uh, missile attack. 
Right. And the volunteers obviously sprung into action immediately and, you know, jumped out of their house, not even understanding a clear picture that this is a, a, a multi-front attack. You know, everyone thinks it's just in their town. And, 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 and obviously, uh, Bar Mitzvah gone. I'm, I'm, I'm on the way to HQ to, to dispatch there to try and, and, and create some sense in this, in this chaotic situation. And they, we have volunteers in Zderot, which, uh, jumped out of their homes and, and went to respond. And then one of them calls in on the radio and says that he sees an officer down on the road. So he pulls up next to him with an ambucycle and Sassi is his name, a rabbi. And he pulls up on his ambucycle, starts treating this policeman who was shot. He calls over the radio saying that this is a policeman shot. It's not an air raid attack. This is not missiles. And immediately before he even finishes that uh, message over the radio, he sees a terrorist on an ATV racing towards him with a uh, AK-47. He immediately pulls out his gun, and before he even got to shoot, he was he was shot by by a terrorist, and he managed to shoot the terrorist and kill him. And he even called on the radio saying that that uh, he he took out the terrorist. And as far as he thought at that moment, the incident was over. But then came the gunshots, and 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 he was hit three times. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. He 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 survived this. He just got discharged a few days ago from the hospital. But he he was he was lying on the ground there, treating himself, treating himself, putting a tourniquet on his leg, bandaging his face, and and until he was dragged by uh, by other responders that were there into the nearby police station, which later we all know became a death trap there. And, and a war zone with the special forces and police. Unfortunately, eight, eight policemen lost their life in that police station. And other volunteers that were responding had gunshots at their cars, miraculously got out without getting injured. And, and I mean, but the scene, it, it was but the, the beginning the, of chaos. But the scene you're describing played out in so many different ways in so many different scenarios on that day, of course. And, by the way, you mentioned Ofakim, and I know there's a direct road, and that's likely why the terrorists, you know, decided to, to make their way over there. But it is, I mean, and I know that we always call it, you know, part of the southern region. It's far from the Gaza border. I mean, people who don't realize, you know, how, how, yeah. how far east and how, how far south, this we know from our friends who are sitting in the Shalom Hotel now from the south, we, we don't realize how far east and south the terrorists infiltrated Israel. Look at a map, folks, and read the articles about what went on in Ofakim. What a terrible disaster. Uh, Dovi Maizels is with us, Vice President of Operations uh, Ichud Hatzalah, um, United Hatzalah in Israel. Ellie Beer is um, hopefully getting some rest, frankly, after the couple of days here that he's had. Dovi, we know, uh, obviously, because we've been repeating the numbers over and over again, we know how many soldiers to this point we have lost. And I also have read articles that describe the number of police officers and security personnel, meaning official security personnel that have been lost. And the numbers are astounding. How did your group do? Did you lose a lot of members on Shmini Atzeris? Unfortunately, unfortunately, two of our members were killed. On, uh, on this attack, one of them um, uh, was uh, responding. Um, he's a security officer at his day job and a volunteer uh, from Kiryat Malachi. 
And unfortunately, at the beginning, he was a he was one of the first ones to go into one of the kibbutzim and and fight the terrorists head on. Unfortunately, he he lost his life in this battle early in the day. Wow. Um, and the second one was a volunteer who was on a on standby duty at that uh, peace festival in uh, Reim, and he uh, he had called in saying that there's an attack. And he started treating the victims there. And he treated them actually for an hour. It was an hour, an hour and a half that he was treating the different victims there until, unfortunately, they killed him as well. Um, we've had a number of volunteers get injured from the shooting, from uh, from a direct missile attack while treating a, our own Moshe Weitzman, who was on the ground, under fire, treating for four days, treated hundreds of victims on the fifth day, it caught up with him, and unfortunately, um, he was he was running out on a call, and a, a direct missile hit next to him, and he was severely injured on his leg. And he underwent a number of surgeries already, um, and, and and they they managed to save his leg, but he's looking at a long rehabilitation process. Unfortunately, we have some volunteers. One of our volunteers from one of the kibbutzim is one of the kidnapped. Oh my gosh! Uh, volunteer. Oh my gosh! And 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 the numbers. And the crazy thing is, you know, when they say there isn't a home in Israel, there is not a home in Eretz Israel here that doesn't know someone, is a neighbor of someone. It's it's not fair to say it's just by us in United Atsalites, everyone oh, in yeah. Israel. Look, this is one of the... Our uh, friends, our friends' children. Yeah, this is one of the things we discovered last week when we were there, and it's one of the messages, frankly, I've been trying to transmit to everybody. We on this side of the world don't understand what's going on. Every family between the Shivakols and the Shloshim and the kidnapped and waiting for them to come home and the injured, the wounded, and the thousands, and every family is affected so much and is in such agony and pain. Um, in Israel at the moment, and unfortunately, that's the case. People like uh, you know to think that things might be better than what they're reading, but it's it's a tough situation. Now, a lot of your um, a lot of your volunteers, I'm assuming, are displaced. I mean, if you had volunteers in Stay Road and in Kibbutzim in the south, and and people who worked and volunteered for you guys all the way up north, I'm assuming they're not even home at this point. So yeah, yes. I'll just, I'll just, uh, I just want to add on to something that you mentioned before about the numbers that are unfathomable. We're talking about an incident with over five thousand people injured right. and over a thousand four hundred killed. Right. This is proportions you can't even comprehend. To compare it to nine eleven is like thirty-five times nine eleven. Yeah. To put it to American proportions per capita. Oh, we know. Now, yes, regarding. Regarding your question, yes, a lot of our volunteers from Zderot, from um, from the Kfarim and Otefaza, from Ashkelon, from up north, from Kiryat Shmona, from all those areas, are all have all been evicted, and we have our own refugees here in Israel. They are refugees in, in in hotels and in hostels and whatever. Yep. And yeah, it's a, it's a major challenge. There are 300, 300 plus thousand people who are displaced in Israel. So Kiryat Shmona is completely empty. None of the cities are actually completely empty. Um, the government can't force you to leave. Uh, they, they recommend, they push, they provide. Um, but every one of these towns has some people left in them. And more than that is in every kibbutz, in every town, you have the, 
you have the Kitot Konenut, you have the, you know, the, the security forces that live there that are there to protect their homes right. from Kibbutz Dafna to Kibbutz, to, to, to uh, Kibbutz Manara to Metula. You, and these are people who live there and they're staying there to protect their homes. It's, 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 uh, it's so hard to even understand. Yeah. Oh, no question about that. Dovi Maizal's with us, uh, Vice President of Operations for United Hatzalah. I hope people around the world have been helping you guys because, you know, we keep talking about equipment and needs for people in the Army, and obviously we're not minimizing it, just the opposite. We're encouraging people all day long to give to those different funds. But I'm assuming that that you guys are also being inundated for requests to volunteer, especially for those who can't get into the Army. They may have the skills to join your unit. And I would assume just in terms of safety measures in, in regular areas that you serve, you've got to enhance all of that for your members. Uh, I, I mean, am I right? Are you on some type of campaign now? And I don't just mean financial campaign. I mean campaign in general to protect your uh, your service men and women as best as possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no question. we got to remember that besides the war, there's all the regular calls. People right. don't stop having heart attacks. On the contrary, they're having more. Right. More women are, are, are going into labor and induced and, 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 and birth. I, I mean, you, you've got, we, we respond to 2,000 calls a day before the war. We're talking about much bigger numbers now. We're talking about campaigning on, on bringing more volunteers and, of course, campaigning to raise funds because we, on the first week of this war, poured out more equipment than we use, use on a typical year, trauma gear and things like that. It's, it's, it, and, and the worst is, is probably even yet to come. Looking at what's going on with Hezbollah in the north, yep. with uh, Yudan Shomron, what's going to happen there? We don't know. We do know one thing's for sure: it's going to be long. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're talking about months. We're not talking about days and weeks. That was also an eye opener for us when we met with one of the leaders of the communities from the south uh, in the Shalom Hotel. He said, "We are prepared to be in Jerusalem for months, away from our homes." And it struck us how, you know, we're, we're so used to things going quickly. This one's not going to be quick. Um, you know, the Ichud Hatzalah means united Hatzalah. <laughs> uh, and uh, many are making a very big deal, rightfully so, of the unity that has been established among the Jewish people because of what happened on the 7th of October on Shemini Atzeres. And, of course, it continues till now. It should please continue and grow forever. Um, but you have you've felt this unified effort even before uh, this war. Um, are you getting the impression from Jews around the world? I don't know, maybe through donations from groups that may not have supported you in the past. Uh, maybe some groups that are not always, you know, out there on the front lines when it comes to supporting things in the state of Israel, or maybe on the other end, groups that, you know, may have been hostile to Israel in the past. Are you feeling the love? Are you feeling the unity of all Jews from around the world? So the answer is yes, absolutely. The sense of unity is, is tremendous, both locally here in Israel and also from around the world. I'll tell you one thing. This war broke out with this atrocious terror attack that's, a, that's on a Nazi scale, okay? It, it, it's worse than ISIS. Yep. Um, and, and, and we'll be able to talk a little bit about that afterwards. But I'll tell you about the unity. I heard something very, very nice at the beginning of this whole thing. This terrible attack happened on Shemini 
And the war, the name of the war is Iron Swords. But actually, it should have had a different, it should have had a different name because up till Arab Shemini Atzeret, this country was torn apart in diversity and in, in, in arguments. You couldn't daven on the street. They should have called this something totally different. We make the bracha on Shemini Atzeret, of Mashiva Ruach Gashem. This should be called the war of Mashiva Ruach. Because it returned the spirit and the ruach of Israel. Wow. And we feel it here, and we feel it from around the world, and, and it, it goes to show all of our enemies that it doesn't matter what, atrocity, what atrocities you do against us, how many kids you kill, women you slaughter, families, and, 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 and it's the worst of the worst of things we've never, ever, ever imagined. And I've been through 30-plus years of terror waves here in Israel. The bomb attacks, the suicide bombers, none of it came anything near what happened down there, down south, here on Shemini Atzeret, in 25 towns and cities. This, they, they never contemplated our enemies one thing, is that when, when they, we are Mashiva Ruach. Wow. Dovi Mizels, Vice President of Operations for United Hatzalah, is with us live via telephone. Their incredible humanitarian services are absolutely free. They are universal, and they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All we ask is that you support their efforts. And by the way, there are plenty of people in this audience who've benefited directly from United Hatzalah, including me. <laughs> I broke my elbow <laughs> that time in Yerushalayim, so of course the first people we call are our friends at United Hatzalah. Anyway, IsraelRescue.org, a very easy Website to remember, IsraelRescue.org. Again, IsraelRescue.org. Be as generous as possible. This is one of those groups that's got a proven track record. They didn't pop up on the 7th of October. <laughs> they have a proven track record. They know how to um, utilize the money to get the equipment and to enhance whatever needs to be enhanced to make their services better and better. All right, Dovi, you just alluded to it. Uh, the worst scenes you've ever seen. Look, people like yourself have been at the Sabaro bombing. You've been at the Park Hotel. You've been at random attacks in different cities in Israel. You've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, in the past what terrorists have done when they've entered the bedroom of Jewish children. Uh, we don't have to go into too many details, but again, you came into this whole experience having seen all of that, and you're still telling us, and obviously we know you're right, that none of that, compares to what you saw in the in during and in the aftermath of this massacre. So it, during during this massacre, uh, hundreds of our volunteers were responding and the reports coming back to the staging areas and to everywhere of the scenes that they're exposed to there. I won't go into the graphic details, but families slaughtered, kids killed, terrible the, the, people burnt um, it, it, I'm not even talking about just you know, simple execution. I'm talking about um, brutal, uh, what's yeah. the word? I don't even have the word. I, I guess we brutal. Say, yeah, I guess we'd say brutal execution. I don't know if there's that much of a difference between the it's, two. It's, we, we you get know your what? Point. It's not you, you. Human beings cannot do what happened there. This is monsters. This is monsters, and they killed Jews, and they killed, um, and, and they killed not Jews, and they killed Arabs, and they killed uh, the, the, the foreign workers from Thailand. Uh, it, it was just blood-hungry monsters. Unbelievable. Whole thing is unbelievable, frankly. 
Are you guys back at full strength? Are you now like today on a Monday? Are you operating the way you remember operating back then? Or because of the war, things are very, very different for Ichud Hatzalah? So, like I said, the regular calls keep happening. We're on full strength and more. Because we understand we need to provide for the woman who's giving, uh, who's giving birth or going into labor. And we need to respond to the person who's suffering cardiac arrest just as much as the person who's hit by a missile or, or, or shot by a terrorist. Yeah. So our, our volunteers are doing much more than they regularly do. They're giving in more hours. They're taking rotations on the ambulances down south and up north because their families, because the families that live down there have been evacuated. But those who are still there need the medical attention. So we have extra rotations on all of our ambulances and dozens of ambulances throughout the country, north and south, supporting these areas where families have been evicted from. So it, it, it's more than what we were. By the way, Dovi, we should point out, when, when Jews in the Ukraine were in trouble, you guys went there, right? You went there in boots on the ground and helped as much as you could. During the war on Ukraine, in the first three months, we had over 700 volunteers, 30 damn, Boeing jets, hundreds of tons of equipment with field hospitals, and, and, and life-saving equipment and humanitarian equipment. And when the earth quaked in Turkey, the lovely Turkey that is so out against us now, yeah. when their ground shook, we sent our volunteers to rescue their citizens. When the Moroccan ground shook just before Rosh Hashanah, our volunteers spent Rosh Hashanah in Morocco saving lives on the ground. Whenever a disaster happens anywhere, we're there. Yeah, no question about it. And that's, uh, I said universal before. I need people to understand that it really is universal. You're making an international Kiddush Hashem. Not that the work that you're doing in Israel is not vital. Believe you me, we know it is. Uh, but at the same time, you're making an international Kiddush Hashem constantly. Uh, that's the easiest way, Dovi, right? The easiest way for people to support is IsraelRescue.org. Absolutely. On the website, find how to donate, what, what, what means you can support. Everything you can do is important. It's going where we're restocking. We're looking at months ahead. We don't know if we've seen the worst yet, honestly speaking. We have big fila. We're davening. Yeah. But we don't know what's, what, what we're facing up against. We know the threats, that's for sure. You're amazing, Dovi. Send our best to Ellie and, of course, to all your volunteers. And Bezrat Hashem will see you soon in uh, in the Holy Land. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Unbelievable. The work of uh, United Hatzalah. Unbelievable. <sighs> yeah, they didn't start October 7th. And, and I'm not criticizing those organizations that did, by the way. I'm not criticizing them at all. Just when you have an organization that has a proven track record and really knows how to deal with situations, you know that there's a, um, a tremendous return on your investment. And they have proven it over the years. United Hatzalah is accessible, and you're able to donate and support their efforts at IsraelRescue.org. IsraelRescue.org. My thanks to the Vice President of Operations, Dovi Mizels. And good luck to Ellie Beer. This is the final day of his trip to the United States, which I hope has been a great success for him, the organization, and for the Jewish people that he represents. More coming up. You're listening to a Monday morning edition of JM in the AM.
שמפחד את האמונה לאבד כי לנו יש את מלך העולם והוא שומר אותנו מכולם אין יהודי שמפחד את האמונה לאבד כי לנו יש את מלך העולם והוא שומר אותנו J.M. in the A.M., there it is, Songs of Soldiers, as it's called, brand new Mayor Green here at J.M. in the A.M. 
Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, yesterday was the funeral of uh, my dear friend Shia Mendlowitz. I, I cannot even get over this shock from Friday morning, and uh, already the funeral has taken place. Uh, people have asked about a tribute that we might be doing. We did some of his uh, the, of the of the music and artists that he introduced us over the years earlier in the show. Certainly appropriate. Um, I am not ready to do any real tribute yet. Hopefully, it'll be coming down the road, and I'm sure there'll be guests on the air with me over the next few days that will mention him and to speak about him. But this was a tremendous shock. Funeral was a was a sold out gathering yesterday. Shia knew how to do that. And um, what can I say? Mordechai and David represented all of us in the music industry, which was really heartwarming, beautiful, beautiful Hespid. And what can I say? Um, he was uh, a friend like no other friend. He knew how to be a friend. He really knew how to be a friend. And he also, as I said to Avram Fried last night, he had this unbelievable gift and skill and sidkis of being happy for others who were successful. I never saw something like that in my life, the way he did it. Tonight is Rip Shlomo Kalbach's yard side. Another thing that uh, she and I shared, millions of stories about Rip Shlomo and our appreciation for him. Tonight is uh, Shlomo Kalbach's yard site. We'll certainly do some selections from him tomorrow here on the air, but uh, how could we end this show without, as we continue to worry about our brothers and sisters in Israel and those who've been kidnapped and those who are injured, those families that are suffering, how could we end this show without this song right here at JM and the AM? Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish 
moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web at on the Nahumsegal Network and of course on the beloved NSN app wraps up an amazing Monday here at JMM tomorrow is the Kalbach Yardside show again it's not going to be all Rib Shlomo Kalbach like we did in the old days but we'll get it uh Many of his selections. Every time I say that, by the way, we end up playing all Kalbach anyway. But but that's our intention is to mix it up a bit tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Coming up next, right, Benji Kramer may ear me limb. He'll be analyzing one of the prukim, one of the chapters of Tehillim that we've been saying a lot of recently. May ear me limb, right, Benji Kramer comes up next here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.